All The More podcast, where we are continually searching out scriptural truths all the more. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Levi Moore, and I'm joined by my co-host and brother, Aaron Moore. Each week, we look into God's Word and see what He has for us. So, let's go ahead and dive on into His Word and see what He has this week. All right, guys, welcome to the All The More podcast. We're glad to have you back this week. Uh, Aaron and I are, are um, going to be going through Genesis 17 to 19, going to be taking a, taking a, a big chunk um, of Genesis tonight. However, uh, you know, I, I hope hope we can uh, break it down for you. Um, and uh, as we look into uh, uh, Abraham's uh, fleshly covenant uh, with, of circumcision, the promise of Isaac's birth and, and, and Sarah's faith uh, in that, and, uh, and, and finally, um, you know, uh, Abraham Abraham interceding for for Sodom, uh, yeah, uh, and 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 you know, all that goes on with uh, Sodom's destruction to, uh, to follow. Um, but anyhow, uh, welcome Aaron to the podcast. How's it going? Um, so we are we are uh, you know, re- ready to to uh, hit the ground running, and uh, you know excited to to be here to talk talk with you all about uh, you, know, you know faith again. Um, so let's go ahead and and uh, and, get, and get started here. All right. So in, uh, in, in, in chapter 17, uh, you know, the, the, the main idea here in chapter 17, you know, it, it's really you know, focused around, um, God establishing his covenant with Abraham or with Abram at this point, and, 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 uh, God renames him, uh, you know, as part of this covenant. And so, you know, uh, he, he, you know, God starts off here in, in verse one, uh, and this is when, when Abram is 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God almighty walk before me and be blameless that I may uh, make my covenant between me and you and you may multiply or and may multiply you greatly then uh, you know, Abram has this you know great response it says that Abram fell on his face you know and, and yeah you know, that's really a response that you know I think all of us should have you know every time we come before God you know because we are these uh, you know these flawed and 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 you know miserable creatures that you know without God we have nothing so we we should realize uh, you know, his his awesomeness. Well, that's basically what he's saying right there in seventeen, and right there in the beginning. He's basically saying, "Sit down and shut up and know that I'm God." Because <laughs> previously, you know, Abraham's, you know, they keep they keep, you know, God has already told him that he's going to have a son, have many nations, have all these things, and he keeps forgetting, you know, what God has said. And so there's a little bit of doubt in there. And then so you know, Abraham here he is 99 years old. He's probably wondering, you know, how is this going to happen? And then so God jumps in here, and you know, like you said, he says, "I am the God, Lord God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless." And um, sometimes what God does to us, you know, we're sitting there floundering around trying to figure it out and he tells us to sit down and be quiet and know that I'm God and I'm about to show you exactly what I'm about to do. Right. So, uh, so that should be, the, that's the proper response, you know, lay prostrate before the Lord, you know, just like you can't do it yourself anyway, carry on. Yeah. Oh, and, and you, you got, God goes on and, uh, um, he, he says in verse, in verses four and five, behold, my covenant is with you and you shall be the father of the multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be called Abraham for I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. Now th- th- there's you know, significance in this name change, you know, you know, originally, you know, his name, uh, Abram meant exalted father, but whenever God, uh, you know, he, he, he adds, adds that, you know, sound, you know, the huh, you know, he, you know, goes in there and, and, and so he makes it Abraham, um, you know, that means, uh, you know, you know, father of, of a multitude, uh, or father of many. Uh, and so, you know, uh, God, you know, from that moment on, you, every time that, that Abraham hears his own name, he will remember that covenant that God has made with him to make him the father of, of a multitude or the father of many nations. Um, and, and God goes on and promises in verse six, I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make you into nations and kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to to you and to your offspring after you. Uh, I mean, you, you got, you know, 
uh, is you know, very, very much like us. You know, we we are very, we are just as forgetful, if not more so, than Abraham was. Uh, and and you, you you know, God had to go back. You know, like we were saying, and and had to constantly remind Abraham, "You're going to have a kid. I promise. You're going to have a kid. I promise." Now, of course, you know, uh, it was you know, 25 years after the original promise, but you know, God fulfilled His promise. You know, you know God never gave him a timeline until until uh, what was it chapter. Um, chapter 18 later on here, or excuse me, yeah, uh, the end of chapter six, 17 here, uh, you know, when, when, when that's, when that's promised. But so, you know, uh, God seals this covenant with him, with Abraham, uh, you know, through, through the act of circumcision. And, uh, so, you know, God, God says, uh, here in, uh, verse 10, this is my covenant, which you shall keep between me and you and your offspring after you. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. He who is eight days old among you shall be circumcised. Every male throughout your generations, whether born in your house or bought with your money from any foreigner who is not, not of your offspring. Both, you know, so it goes to this whole thing. Basically, anyone who's going to be a part of a part of Abraham's household, a part of his family, a part of his his employ as as or not not necessarily employ but you know any of his servants or slaves they were going to have to be circumcised as well um you know, and, and if they weren't, it says in verse 14, any uncircumcised male who is not circumcised in the flesh of, the, of his foreskin shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. So basically they would be you know, banished, exiled, you know, kicked out. Um, you know, we, we see here in, 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 in verse, uh, verse 12 too, you know, I just wanted to point, point out something that this, this very interesting. Um, you know, it's very specific. God says he who is eight days old among you shall be circumcised. Now, Back then, at this point, there's no way that 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 um that Abraham or 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 any anyone back then would have known anything about you know clotting factors or uh you know platelets or any or any any anything any physiology of of clotting, um but uh you know, you know today modern science and modern medicine has confirmed that on the eighth day uh you know, you know the eighth day after someone is born uh that that is the day that uh you know two things you know two things happen that will never ever ever happen again in the whole person's life uh one is that their immune system is at, at its at its peak that is the the highest immunity you will have in your whole life is at eight, eight days of age so that's a perfect time to be you know doing any cutting of any kind you know uh, of the flesh because that way you know your body is ready to go ready to defend itself from any kind of infection that might try to you know get in to uh, the the clotting factors, uh, you know, that, that which you know, causes your blood to scab and, and to clot and stop bleeding. That is also at the highest point that it will ever be in your whole life, uh, and so you know, you know, God is is again, you know, you know, showing his 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 uh, his you know, omniscience, his power, and his, you know, of course, because I mean, he created it all, so of course he would know. But you know, he's he's you know, providing a a uh, the the safest possible time to do this uh, this covenant. But you know, put, you know, part part of this covenant, you know, you have you have to risk something. You know, you have to you know, have a, a little bit of a little bit of hurt, a little bit of pain. You know, to to be a part of it, you know. I mean, it's it's not just a um, you know, not just uh, you know, I I do you know, do a, do a small thing and then you know, then I'm a part of the covenant. No, you have to you know en- endure some physical hurt, some physical hurt. Um, but uh, you know, anyhow, you know, I just wanted to you know, point that out about the covenant. But uh, you have anything, Aaron? It says yeah, right here in uh Romans chapter four verse eleven. It says talking about Abraham. It says he received the sign of circumcision as a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. So basically, you know, he had faith before he was circumcised and then took it as a sign of his faith. And uh, then it says uh, right here, later on in verse 11, it says, the purpose was to make him father of all who believe without being circumcised so that righteousness will be counted to them as well. So that's another thing about having faith. God counts as righteousness, which is um, interesting like we were talking about before. You know, faith is not a work so that no man should boast. Yet a man who humbles himself and has faith that God, or that specifically that Jesus Christ has died for their sins, God counts it as righteousness, and then He has grace upon you. But uh, so anyway, just want to throw that out there real quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the um, uh, yeah, that you know, talk about, talk about your, your your faith again. You know, I mean, that's that that's you know, again, that's what we're, what we're looking at here in, the, in this whole whole podcast is you know, seeing how uh, how faith impacts um. 
you know, these heroes of the faith, you know, as it were, you know, the, you know, why, why, why do we remember these people? Why, why are they mentioned in scripture? And, and it's because of their faith, their, uh, their trust in God. Um, and, and, and you know, that, that, that's what we continue to see here as we move on through 17, uh, you know, God, you know, not only changes Abraham's name you know, to, you know, from Abram to Abraham, but he, he goes on to verse 15 and says, and God said to Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, uh, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah sh- uh, shall be her name. I will bless her. And moreover, I will give you uh, a son by her. I will bless her and she shall become nations. Kings of peoples shall come from her. Um, so again, we have that, that huh sound, you know, being added to to Sarai's name now Sarai is being becoming Sarah uh both names mean essentially the same thing um you know Sarai and Sarah both mean princess or noble woman but it's it's the fact that you know the pronunciation is changing um and and, and it is becoming something more uh you know with a with a more of a definite you know end to it you know Sarah versus Sarai um but anyhow you know so so now you now we see both Abraham and Sarah you know they both their names are now reflecting that covenant being made with them. I want to point something out real quick before we move on from this. This is also Romans chapter four, but it's later. It's a couple verses up in, in verse 13. You know, the promise that God gave to Abraham saying that he would be the father of many nations and the whole world would be blessed by his offspring. Uh, you know, the promise was realized through the faith. And it says here in 13, uh, verse 13 of chapter four in Romans, for the promise of Abraham and his offspring that he would be the heir of the world did not come through the law, but through righteousness of the faith. And uh, for it's, it's 14 and 14 adherents of the law who are in heirs faith is null and the promise is void basically what i was saying in verse 13 thank goodness it doesn't just come to the law because uh you know if we're only heirs to abraham and then to god through righteousness you know in the law then we wouldn't have a chance you know if, if god only chose the you know abraham and his people and his future descendants as his chosen people then we would be out of luck unless we were physically part of the law but seeing as how like we we're talking about before you know through the line of abraham isaac and then later on all the way down to david and then to jesus because we can be uh grafted into the vine through jesus we can we can through our faith we can come to god in that way and then then we will be blessed so i was just pointing out the fact that thank goodness it wasn't just by the law but it's through the righteousness of faith right in his covenant you know, um you know, he, he, you know here here you know, again we, we see uh you know once god speaks to abraham again we see you know another uh another response from abraham you know it says in verse 17 that abraham fell on his face but then we see something inter- interesting here um you know he, he, he falls on his face uh, and laughed and said to himself, shall a child be born to a man who is a hundred years old? Shall Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? Um, and, 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 you know, you know uh, Abraham even, even goes on and says, you know, says to God, you know, you know, oh, that Ishmael might live before you, you know, but, but, you know, God comes back and says, no, you know, no, not, not, not Ishmael, you know, Sarah, your wife you know, shall bear you a son and you shall call his name Isaac, which, you know, Isaac means he laughs. Um, so it's, you know, uh, it's a, uh, an appropriate name here, you know, seeing as, as Abraham laughed and, and later we'll see that, you know, Sarah laughs in, in chapter 18, but, um, you know, uh, you know, you know, God goes on and says, you know, uh, you know, I will bless Ishmael, but, you know, but my covenant is going to, is going to pass through from you to, 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 to Isaac you know, and I will mul- multiply him and, and, and everything. Um, and, and, and so, um, you know, God, God, you know, he, 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 uh, you know, promises once again, um, you know, you know, uh, that Abraham is going to have, going to have children of his own, um, you know, through Sarah. And so you know, as we finish out chapter 17, we then say, you know, see in verse 22, um, and 2023 20, that uh you know, when he had finished talking with him god went up from abraham then abraham took ishmael his son and all those born in his house and brought his brought with his money or bought with his money every male slave among the men of abraham's house and he circumcised the flesh of their foreskins that very day as god had said to him that's what i want to point about the promptness of the circumcision you know god told him to do it and he didn't mess around which if god would have told me to do that i would have been th- and i was 99 years old i probably would have thought about it for a little while <laughs> But, yeah. uh, but uh Abraham, you know, he didn't he didn't mess around, he didn't wait around, he just went ahead and, you know, was obedient and honored God and and um and God counted that to him as faith. Right. I think as well. I mean, because, but anyway, go ahead with what you, you, you know, well, I mean, you, you know, uh, kind of you know, feeding off what you're talking about, you know, uh, uh, you know, James tells us, you know, that faith without works is dead. 
Um, yeah. and, and it's not that works produces faith, but works should be the result of our faith. And, uh, you know, so here, you know, Abraham, you know, he, he's, he's already exhibited faith many times before. Um, and, and, and so now we're seeing the overflow of his faith with action being taken. Um, you know, it, it, it's not, uh, you know, uh, men, men who, who lack passion and who lack, who lack, you know, the, the enthusiasm of something, they often don't follow through with that something. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, you I, I really couldn't care less about, uh, you know, the, you know, di- different kinds of, of, uh, rare plants that only grow in, you know, far off re- re- reaches of the face of the planet. You know, plants don't interest me that much. However, there's a, uh, a, a guy that I know is, his, his name's Ethan. He's a, uh, uh, a botanist. He, uh, and uh, he he was working for the the Georgia DNR for a while, but now he's he, he's he's gone back to school to to work on his master's. But um, anyhow, you know he he was you know uh, uh, go, going through the uh, Altamaha River Basin, you know, searching for for uh, you know, uh, endangered species of plants, and and he ended up finding some. But you know, you know he he has a passion for that. I mean that that is like, he just finds that so interesting, and he you know I mean he he was you know he traips through every. You know, uh, I mean, it, every place that he could get to in the, in the Ultima River Basin, but you know, you know, because of his passion and his desire to do it. But me, on the other hand, I, I, I really, I, I couldn't have done it because I really didn't care about it. Um, and so, you know, the same thing happens with our faith when when we have uh, have a passion for God and seeking after the things of God. When we have a passion to to grow our faith to to learn more about him, we seek after that and, um, and we follow through. Well, yeah, that's what Abraham did here. You know, Abraham, he, he followed through because his faith, uh, you know, uh, and his passion to, to, to live blameless before the Lord, um, you know, was, 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 uh, you know, driving him to, to, to you know, obey and to follow through. It makes me think of Psalms chapter one. We we're talking about the other day, uh, you know, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners or sits in the seat of the scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law, he meditates day and night. So, I mean, God's telling you that blessed is a man who, you know, seeks after him. And that's exactly what uh, Abraham was doing. And that's what we should be doing as well. You know, it says, uh, you know, delight in the law of the Lord, which, you know, delight in his word. And we meditate on it day and night. Right. Well, and, and, and you too, you know, here, you know, t- you're talking about Psalm, Psalm one, you know, there, there's a, there's a, an interesting progression, you know, in verses one and two, uh, you know, blesses a man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked. So he's not walking with them nor stands in the way of sinners. He doesn't slow down and stop to stand with them and talk with them some more, nor sits in the seat of the scoffers. He doesn't even, st- he, d- he doesn't walk with them. He doesn't stop and stand with them. He doesn't even sit down and get comfortable with them in the seats. You know, he delights in the law of the Lord and on his law, he meditates day and night. You know, there's that progression there that shows, um, you know, oftentimes we as, we as Christians, um, we, 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 uh, you know, as we are walking through life, um, you know, we're not always constantly surrounded by, by, by other Christians and other good people. We, I mean, we, we live in the real world. We have to have other people around us at some point. It's been, and you know, we're all sinners. Um, and so, uh, you know, as we are walking, sometimes we'll get distracted and we'll, and we'll, you know, stop for a minute, start talking to somebody and, and, and then we're standing still. And then, you know, you know, the, 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 then we get really interested in what they're saying and said, Oh, or, you know, let, let's go grab a bite to eat. Or you know, why don't you come over to the house later and, and we'll sit down and, and, and so th- th- then we, we just get engrossed in, and, and, and the way of the wicked and the scoffers and the sinners, rather than focusing on, on, on God's, God's word and, 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 uh, you know, what God has to say about things. Yeah. I like what it says in, in verse three in Psalms one, it says he is like a tree planted by the streams of water that yields his fruit in its season. And this leaf does not wither, and all that he does, he prospers. And then it goes on, you know, verse four to talk about how how it, you know, it's the basically the opposite of that, right? But I just like the the picture of you know you're planted firmly where you stand, and you're being fed by the water from the river or the yeah the streams of water, and uh, which could be interpreted you know, or it could be thought of as like by the word of God or you know or Jesus, and um and you know you bear fruit. So uh, I just I just like that, and uh and it does not wither, you know, and will will not die, it does not uh, shrink like Paul tells us, you know, he didn't shrink, he uh, stood his ground planted firmly by the stream of the water giving everlasting life. Right. Faith is what drives us. Faith is what, um, you know, 
gives us this this uh, this access to 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 a life in God, to a life with God. Um, yeah, outside of go ahead. It's through the faith that we we are given grace to be saved. Right. And uh, you know, all together, you know, you have to have faith. Through the faith, you get grace, and this through your faith, you have eternal life. Yeah. So let, let let's go ahead and and uh, uh, you know m- move on here through 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 eighteen real quick. Um, so to to give you the 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 cliff notes version of 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 eighteen. Um, yeah, uh, Abraham. He's he's you know he's uh, uh you know, sitting at the door of his tent in the heat of the day, and uh, he he looks up, and then you know, lo and behold, there there are these th- these three men uh, who who you know are who have appeared before him or are coming up before him, and so he he says, you know, uh, oh Lord, if I've found favor in your sight, do not pass by your servant, uh, and and so you know, he he offers him, you know, you know, let me bring a little water, let me wash your feet, let me uh, get you you know some, a morsel of bread to eat, and and you can refresh yourself and rest and then pass pass on your way and, and go on um and and you, you know, uh, I, I just want to you know, make you know, make mention here you know, that that this might seem a little odd to us us in the, in the Western world, but you know, in in the Middle East, you know, you know, Middle Eastern culture still today, uh, you know, hospitality is very much uh, a big part of of the culture. Uh, you know, it's a, you know you 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 invite in strangers all the time. You know, and and uh, and, and it's not just for a you know, quick you know, hour meal or something, or even an hour, or even an hour and a half or something i mean they uh, one of my professors which uh, i think you had him too at coastal was uh, uh tyler bagwell you remember him uh, he, i don't remember what do you he he uh he taught taught um uh taught uh, like a communications class or a public speaking class or something like that uh anyhow uh, at one point he was a um he was a uh, he, he did, did some some work over I think in, in Saudi Arabia or or, or it, was, it was some some uh, some Middle Eastern country. Anyways, he, he one day he, he was at a, at a bazaar over there uh, or kind of a um, you know a flea market kind of a de- kind of deal is what we would call it. But you know there was a bazaar over there. Anyways, he, he got to talking to, to, to one of the one of the shop owners and, and the shop owner ended, ended up you know, inviting him over for for you know for a supper that night. And uh, so you know he he got over there like you know seven thirty or eight o'clock at night. Um, and that, you know, they, they, you know, just sat around for a few hours and talked and had coffee and, 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 you know, uh, you know, cookies or biscuits or crackers or something. And then it wasn't until like, you know, I don't know, 10 or 11 o'clock at night that they even began to eat their meal. And he didn't leave there until it was, you know, the wee hours of the morning, like two or three in the morning. And, 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 you know, they, they didn't just talk about, you know, small talk. I mean, they got into the, you know, the nitty gritty of life, uh, cause you know, you know, uh, that that's just the way the culture is over there. They don't they don't waste time trying to uh, you know get to know you through the small talk. They they just you know get in and get and in, get into it. Uh, but anyways, so all that to say, you know, here here's this. You know, you know, we we still see that today. You know, even though you know back back in Abraham's day, they did the same thing. So uh, you know, Abraham, he he uh, uh, you know after he you know invites these people these men in, you know, he he goes and tells Sarah, you know, quick, you know, three sayas of fine flour, knead it and make cakes. Okay, so for those of us who don't know what sayas are, because uh, I, I know I sure sure hadn't heard of, heard of a saya you know anywhere else except in the Bible. The saya you know is a is a measurement, uh, and and a say you know um, three sayas is essentially six gallons of flour. Now. You know, earlier in verse five, he says, "While I bring a morsel of bread." So remember, we got three guys, you know, getting a morsel of bread. You know, when I think of a morsel, you know, I think of like a, you know, maybe a bite or two. I mean, nothing super filling. But he's making six gallons of flour into cakes. Mm. Uh, so you do, using the new math, we got three guys, six gallons. That's two gallons of cake. You know, two gallons of of flour per man. What? I mean, yeah, I want some morsels like that. Yeah, yeah, I'd be. I'd be fat and sassy for sure after that, but uh, but then not only that, he you know, he he goes on to verse seven and ran to the herd and took a calf and t- a tender a good and gave it to a young man and, uh, who prepared it quickly, uh, and they took you know curds and milk and and the calf uh, that he had prepared and set it before them, uh, and so you know and he just let you know, gave all this you know I mean they are there for hours okay I mean you know. It takes a good minute to 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 prepare a uh, you know, to slaughter a calf and to prepare it, you know get the the nice cuts of meat and to cook it and everything. I mean that's a long time. And uh, but anyways, uh, you know there's just just this this generosity that we see here. Um, and anyways, uh, you know after all that's done, you know uh, 
then then they uh they, they start uh you know the men start talking to Abraham and so they they, they said to him in verse nine, where is Sarah your wife? Uh, and he said she's in the tent. The uh the Lord said uh, I will surely return to you about this time next year and Sarah your wife shall have a son. And Sarah was listening was listening at the tent door behind him. Uh and so but before I move on, I just want to point out that you know initially you know Abraham didn't realize who they were. You know you uh you know, saying you know, oh Lord, you know, you know, uh, let your, uh, you know, uh, if you're, if I have found favor in your sight, you know, let your servant do this and this and this, you know, that, uh, that, that was a, a, a term, um, you know, used, you know, like, you know, Hey, sir, you know, let me do this for you. You know? And so, uh, but now, now we see that, you know, uh, uh, most, most, um, English translations, uh, when you see Lord in all cap in all capitals, uh, yeah, that that is indicative of uh, the uh, covenant name of God, uh, Yeho- uh, Yahweh or Yehovah, depending on on the pronunciation uh, and the and the um, the uh, vowels that are used in the Hebrew. But anyways, uh, yeah, that, that that's the covenant name of God, meaning that it's God Almighty. Uh, the Lord said, you know, you know, said that you know this time next year Sarah is going, you know, is going to have a son. But anyways, uh, if you've forgotten in the past, you know, 10 minutes, we just found out that, you know, Sarah is 90 years old and Abraham is like 100 years old. So uh, it says here in verse 11, now Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in years. The way of women had ceased to be with Sarah. You know, that advanced in years is essentially saying they're old as dirt. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean... (laughs) And evolutionists would say they were around when the dinosaurs were around, but you know we young Earth creationists, you know, know that uh, you know dinosaurs did not exist prior to humans. We existed at the same time. Uh, and uh, but anyhow, that, that that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. But anyhow, um, it says yeah, the way of women had ceased ceased uh, to be with Sarah. I mean, she you know she's you know, gone through menopause and everything. I mean, she's there's no no way she's going to have a kid outside of God's intervention. So anyhow, you know, Sarah, you heard, heard this and it says in verse 12. So Sarah laughed to herself saying, am I, uh, after I'm worn out and my Lord is old, shall I have pleasure? You know, the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? And so you know, it, it, we, we see again, a similar response you know, that Abraham had earlier where he laughed and now Sarah is laughing. God, God you know, says again, you know, you know uh, in verse uh, 14, you know, is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you about this time next year, and Sarah shall have a son. Um, and so, you know, that, you know, again, we see this promise um, you know, of, of, of children. And so, uh, you know, a- after all this has happened, you know, uh, Abraham, you know, he, 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 he uh, you know, takes, um, he, he you know, follows, follows, uh, you know, uh, God and, and, and these other two men who we later find out are angels. He follows them, uh, you know, uh, you know, off you know, a ways uh, to, you know, to send them off on their journey to where, to where they're going. And so we find out that God is, is, is going to go, uh, go see about Sodom and, and, and find out, you know, whether or not these people in Sodom are as wicked as the, as the outcry against them says that they are. Uh, and of course we know that, you know, God, he doesn't have to physically go down there to see, he, he can know regardless, but, but, uh, um, so you know, it's bad. Huh? so that's when, you know, it's bad, you know, like the old saying goes, you know, if you want something done right, you go do it yourself. Right. Thing. You know, when he comes down there himself, you know, it's, it's the, you know, that should be a testament to how bad and wicked and mm-hmm. terrible this was. Yeah. I mean, you know, there, there, there's really, you know, I mean, uh, you, 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 you de- definitely don't want, don't want, uh, you know, God coming up on you being like, okay, you know, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, here in the, in the, the, the end of, end of chapter 18, you know, verses 22 to, to 33, we, we, we see, a uh, a, a place or a kind of a, a, not a place. We see, see a, um, how Abraham, uh, you know, is concerned about, you know, the well-being of other people, uh, you know, I mean, in this case, you know, specifically a lot, uh, is, is firmly on his mind because, uh, you know, uh, it says here in verse 22, so the men turned from there and, and went towards Sodom, but Abraham stood still before the Lord. Uh, and, and you know, I, I really like that, that part there, you know, where he stood still before the Lord. Yeah. You know, he's not, you know, not fidgeting. I mean, of course this is me just conjecture and and but you kind of may, I might be reading a little more into it than I than I should but yeah, Abraham stood still before the Lord yeah, he's you know 
there with God, not focusing on any, on anything else but God. It says in verse 23, then, then Abraham drew near and said, will you in- indeed sweep away the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there are 50. And then, you know, uh, and, and he goes on asking, you know, w- would you spare the city if, if you could find 50 righteous? And then he goes on and, and asks again, you know, what about, you know, what about, you know, uh, 45? What about 30? What about 20? What about 10? Uh, and, and, and we get down here to to uh you know, verse 32 uh, and 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 Abraham says you know then he said oh lord or uh, oh let not the lord be angry and i will speak again but this once suppose 10 are found there he answered for the sake of 10 i will not destroy it and the lord went went his way when he had finished speaking to abraham and abraham returned to his place that's the whole idea that you know people talk about now of you know doctrine of common grace and everything you know if, if it shows how God has not already wiped, you know, has not already destroyed the earth now. And, um, you know, some people say, you know, when Jesus comes back will be the day that the last person, you know, gets saved. Kind of an idea, you know, God is withholding judgment on the earth just like he's doing there. And that's, I was talking to one of my friends the other day and his wife, and she was asking, uh, she was asking us, you know, that one of her friends, I guess, in church were talking about, you know, why, why do we even pray, you know, if, if God's already going to, you know, do what he's going to do and, you know, all these other things. And, and uh, I think he you, you can see here that, you know, Abraham's prayer was effective, number one, because God, you know, obviously God heard his prayer. And then God, you know, was also just and he was also righteous because he didn't just throw the whole thing out. You know, he didn't throw the whole place out and about and um, he, he didn't throw the whole place out with the handbasket. So right. it just shows, you know, why we should continue to pray is because God does hear us and God is and God is righteous and is just just like with the people on the earth. You know, God knows people here on earth. They're still they're still a remnant. They're still Christians here. And he still knows his people to be saved. Right. So and his desire is for us not to be in eternal damnation. But to be with him in paradise. So, um, yeah, obviously God it shows this whole episode right here shows the righteous character of God. Right. Well, and, 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 you know, to, to, um, to kind of uh, jump ahead real quick, you know, t- you're talking about, um, you know, you know, common grace or, 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 or especially, uh, you know, the inner, uh, you know, our intercession, uh, you know, in prayer on behalf of others, um, you know, it says in, in, in 1929, uh, so it was that when God destroyed the cities of the valley, God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he overth- overthrew the cities in which Lot had lived. You know, it, it doesn't say anything about God remembering Lot. You know, God, uh, you know, spared Lot and his family because of Abraham's sake or for Abraham's right. sake, you know, because Abraham, you know, was, you know, was bold enough to come before God and say, God, will you please spare you know, the city if there are the X number of people there, you know, and, 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 you know, you know God, um, uh, God, you know, remembered, you know, Abraham's plea and spared, spared Lot, um, and so, yeah, that, that, that really brings us to, to, to the, the final chapter here, ch- uh, chapter, or not the final chapter, but the final chapter for this episode anyways, chapter 19. And, and really in, in this chapter here, we, we, uh, we see where, uh, we see the extent of the wickedness that went on in Sodom, um, and, and, and the, and the result of that wickedness, both in its, in the, in Sodom's destruction and, and what, what, uh, how it continued, the corruption still continued in, in Lot and, and his family after, uh, Sodom was destroyed. Um, so, uh, and, and, uh, in chapter 19, we have, you know, the, the, the two men that were with God, you know, they were angels, uh, as, as we see here in verse one of chapter 19, it says the angels came down to Sodom, uh, in the evening and Lot was sitting in the, in the, in the gate of Sodom. Um, you know, a- again, you know, uh, we in, in our modern time, especially in the Western world, you know, might miss this detail without, you know, without doing some study, but, um, you know, the gate, the gate, you know, of a, of, of a city or a town in this day, um, that's where, you know, all the prominent influential people did their business and did their talking. You know, that's where, where they gathered throughout the day and they would, they would talk about, you know, the goings on of the town and, 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 and that, that's just where, where, you know, things happened. That's where business was done. And so, uh, you know, the fact that we see Lot here at, you know, sitting at the gate, uh, you know, shows, shows, you know, the status to which he had, to which he had, had risen. Um, because remember, you know, back in, in, uh, I think it was chapter 13, uh, 
you know, uh, Abraham and, and Lot, you know, they or Abram and Lot at that point, uh, they had had you know, just come out of just come out of Egypt, uh, and and they were having having problems uh, with their 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 herds and their herdsmen and all them, you know, having you know fights and 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 getting all all uppity about things, and so uh, you know, they they separated. So Lot, you know, Abram gave Lot the choice: Hey, you can choose whatever area you want to choose. And so Lot went over and chose to go to Sodom. And so Lot went to Sodom. Well, anyhow. You know, so so you know, Lot was just a, a sojourner sojourner in the land at that point. You know, he was he he was an outsider coming in, and now he's you know he's made it to the top. You know he's he's now one of the influential people. Um, and so you know, anyways, you know, Lot's here at the gate, uh, and, and he sees you know these angels or these two men come in, and uh, and as was again the custom, you know, the hospitality. He he arises uh, and and said, you know, my lords, please turn aside to your servant's house and spend the night and wash your feet. Then you may rise up early and go on your way. Uh, but they they said no. You know, we're you know we're we're gonna uh, just spend the night in the town square. Um, and again, at this point in time. Uh, hotels and inns were not super common. Um, you know, it, it was fairly common at this point for traveling people. They would you know find or find uh, shelter in the town, you know, inside the town walls, uh, and then they would just sleep in the town square. But um, you know, Lot, knowing the wickedness of the town, you know he he urges them uh, you know to to um, to you know come and stay with him, and so they they agreed and came with him. But um, we see here in, in uh, verses starting on from verses five onward, uh, we see, you know, the wickedness of the town, you know, the, all, it says all the men, you know, the town of Sodom, both young and old. So it's not a generational thing. It's, it's just uh, the whole culture of that town. Uh, they all came to the house and they wanted lot to let these guys come out so that they could, you know, know them sexually so they could have their way with them. You know, they wanted to have homosexual relations with these men. And, uh, but then, uh, you know, of course you lot, you know, he, he says, no, he, he begs them. He says, you know, I beg you, my brothers do not act so wickedly. And, you know, uh, Aaron, you kind of mentioned this, uh, I think a week or two ago. Yeah, the, you can see that obviously Lot knows how wicked the place is, and he still stays because he knew the wickedness of the place. That's why he didn't want him to stay in the town square. And then, which is crazy to me, you know, you know a place is bad, and you and you know you, and you know better, but you still stay. Secondly, he refers to these these homosexual men as brothers, these men who are wicked, who are wicked in sin, and wanting to basically have their way with these other two men who are angels of the Lord. And, um, and then knowledge is he calling brothers right after that. He offers his daughters to him instead, but they're so deranged that they don't even want the daughters. They just rather have the men. So, uh, you know, it's a whole basket case of problems. And, um, yeah, I think I mentioned that a couple of weeks back or two weeks ago. Or so I have, I have my theory and, and of course, you know, this is my, my theory. I, I, I haven't, I haven't completed my, my uh, investigation into this, but I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, share it anyways, uh, as to why, why I believe or tentatively why I believe, um, Lot you know, offered his daughters. So back to the whole hospitality thing, um, you know, in this culture, uh, you know, those those who were who were brought under someone's roof um, were under their protection. And if some harm came to that person who was under their roof, uh, you know, societally speaking, culturally speaking, they would be, you know, the 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 owner of the house who was supposed to be protecting them uh, would be. Um, it would be, it would be you know, a you know, a big I, I don't wanna, I guess taboo is not the right word but it would be uh, you know very very much looked down upon and uh, and the culture not necessarily in Sodom's culture but the culture as a whole um, and so uh, and you know, furthermore you know at this point you know, uh, women were valued less than than men at this point too so um, you know the, the these these men or the the, the uh, you know, lot you know, offered up his daughters in place of the men to protect them from to protect the men from from the the the, the sodomites uh and uh and and, and so you know, it, it would have been less disgraceful for his daughters to be uh you know their virginity to be taken by the men of sodom than it would have been for uh those men the angels to be to have been taken advantage of but i don't know that that's that's uh that's my theory for the moment I, but like i said i haven't fully 
um, investigated that um, to confirm my my theory. Um, but but yeah, the 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 wickedness uh, you know, of the town you know, you know we, we we see it go, goes further. Uh, you know the in verse uh, verse ten or excuse me verse nine you know, says that the, that the uh, you know they they got mad or the, the the men of Sodom got mad at 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 Lot for for you know trying to talk him out of it and, and they say you know this fellow came to sojourn and and he has become the judge now we will deal worse with you than with them. So they they pressed hard against uh, the man Lot and drew near to break the door down but the men reached out their hands that is the the angels the men reached out their hands and brought lot into the house with them and shut the door and they struck with blindness the men who were at the entrance of the house both small and great so that they wore themselves out groping for the door i mean good grief like they're blind and yet they are still um they're still you know trying to get these guys i mean they're they're so so um so depraved and and wicked at this point that all they can think of is having their way. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, and 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 you know, I I, I know that seems a little, or, you know, I to me it seems a little strange. But then at the same time, I think, well, you know, we do the same thing. I mean, maybe maybe not to the same extent, but we we, we can do the same thing. Um, so to uh to to you know, finish out this this part of the scene here, uh, you know, the, the angels, you know. Ask a lot, you know. Do you have have anybody else in the in the city that you want to get out? Because you know we're going to be destroying this place tomorrow. So, you know, go ahead and get get all these guys, you know, all your people together, and you know, so you can you know, get out of Dodge real quick. And so Lot goes and tries to let them know, uh, hey, we need to get out of here. God's going to destroy it. But you know they don't even take him seriously anymore. They just think he's joking around, you know. Um, and so you know they they you know, get up in the morning and and uh or the angels get them up in the morning and tell them to you know, to get out of here. Go get your people and let's go. But you know they, for for whatever reason, uh, you know says. But he in verse sixteen. But he Lot lingered. So the men seized him and his wife and his two daughters by by the hand, and the Lord being merciful to him, uh, and they brought him out and set him outside the city. I mean, you know, he was you know even though he knew the wickedness, he knew that the destruction was about to happen. Their impending doom was was looming over their heads, and yet he still wanted to cling to that city. Uh, I I just don't i don't i don't get it um yeah but uh but i mean i i guess the same can be said for for you know drunks and drug addicts and 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 everything and i mean they you know they they cling to it even though they know it's not the best for them but um but anyhow so so uh anyhow you know, you know lot lot gets out of dodge uh but you know, one thing you know, the angels say in, in verse verse 17 uh and at, um you know, escape for your life do not look back or stop anywhere in the valley. Escape to the hills, lest you be swept away. And so, as we move forward to the, you know, to uh, the the destruction of Sodom in verses twenty three to twenty nine, um, you know, they they uh, um, you know, made their way. You know, the sun had risen on the earth when when Lot came to Zoar, you know, the town that he, he went to uh, outside of Sodom and Gomorrah. The Lord rained down on Sodom and Gomorrah sulfur and fire. Some tra- translations say brimstone and fire uh, from the Lord out of heaven, and He overthrew those cities in the valley. Um, but verse 26 uh but lot's wife behind him looked back and she became a pillar of salt um i i think i think you know, her, you know, her her punishment is 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 twofold or re- results from from two two things firstly was her her disobedience and looking back you know there he, she had been given a direct order do not stop or look back uh, during the destruction but uh i think more more than that um and this isn't written anywhere this is just you know my my conjecture uh that you know lot's wife may have even had you know a desire man i want to go back even though you know like she was you know desiring for for sodom and gomorrah you know for that town and for the culture of the people you know, her life there well as it was written in luke chapter 9 verse 62 it says jesus said to him no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of god and um I think the whole life lesson there, you know, like you're saying, she desired for the past, desired for the wickedness, the sin, the whatever. You know, you know, they had had the chance to be delivered. You know, they were, you know, and in the application of the Christian life, what what Jesus just said right there in Luke chapter nine. You know, you should be seeking God, seeking righteousness, seeking you know those things. But you know, if you look back and you're still tied, you know, just like Jesus says, you know, you can't serve two masters. 
choose. You know, you'll either love one and hate the other, or, you know, love the other one and hate the other one. You know, you can only have one. And he, he was talking about, you know, God and money in that instance. But, you know, you can only serve one person. You can, or only, only one God. You can only, you know, your righteousness is, is determined by, you know, seeking God. And apparently, I think she's punished because of her, like you were talking about, her lack of righteousness or lacking of seeking things that were righteous to start with. So I think, you know, God punished her in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, that, that's, yeah, I, I, I agree with you fully there. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, she, like I said, you know, she, you know, was desiring things that she should no longer desire. Um, but, uh, you know, to, 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 to wrap up this chapter, you know, we, we come to this very twisted, twisted ending here and, 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 uh, in chapter 19, where we see the, the, uh, depravity, the corruption of, um, of Sodom, you know, still continue on and overflow after the fact. Uh, you know, pretty much what, what goes on is, uh, uh, Lot's daughters don't even, don't think that there, that there's going to be any, any, any men around that, you know, for them to have husbands and they're not going to have children. And so, um, you know, they, they say, uh, basically they, they, they say here in verse 31, the first, firstborn said of the younger, our father is old and there is not a man to come. Uh, on earth to come into us after the manner of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine and we will lie with him and that uh, that we may preserve offspring from our father. So, you know, pretty much the the the, uh, the firstborn, you know, gets her father drunk. She sleeps with him and he's so drunk, he, she, you know, he doesn't know that she's, you know, that she's laid down or gotten up. Uh, and the next day, you know, the same thing happens, but with with the, the younger daughter. Uh, and so uh, it says... Um, in in uh, verse 36 uh thus both the daughters of lot became pregnant by their father the firstborn bore a son uh and called his name moab he is the father of the moabites to this day the younger also bore a son and called his name ben ami he is the father of the ammonites to this day uh, you know, both of those people groups, you know, that, that arose from that incestuous union uh, later caused a lot of problems for, for, you know, for the Israelites, uh, you know, for, for, you know, for Abraham's descendants. Um, but, you know, one, one thing is, you know, uh, uh, it, it, if we, you know, jump ahead a few books, you know, there's the book of Ruth. Um, and if we remember, uh, Ruth was a Moabite. You know, Ruth, you know, came from that incestuous union. However, Ruth married Boaz and Boaz and Ruth were the like great, 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 great times, you know, like 20 greats, you know, grandparents of Jesus Christ. Um, and so, you know, we see where, you know, God, he can take, you know, any misstep, any mistake, any mess up and use it, you know, for his good, for his plan. Uh, and, and you know, even with, with, you know, Lot's daughters and Lot, you know, your lot impregnating his daughters un- unknowingly, um, you know, he was still able to use the descendants of that union to, um, you know, bring about good, you know, through, through Jesus Christ. And I think that's what I was saying. That's what I was, uh, in a class earlier this week, a Bible study, and we were talking about Matthew, uh, chapter one, you know, it's given the genealogy of Jesus and everything. And, um, it's, uh, the, the teacher of the class was bringing up is, is interesting that if you look at the line of Jesus, you know, from, from Joseph's point of view, uh, you know, I guess, you know, some, some of the critics or some of the, some of the critics at the time could have seen Mary, you know, is, you know, she was, uh, she was unpure. They thought that she was the, you know, Jesus was the son of a Roman soldier or blah, 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 or whatever. And, uh, in the beginning of Matthew there, it was showing that Mary's was not an irregular, was not an irregularity of sorts in the sense that if you look at the line of Jesus, there was many women in, uh, Jesus's line, you know, going back that were, uh, like you're talking about, for instance, that she was a Moabite, uh, which you know goes back and uh, didn't David he sought he sought shelter in, in Moab or uh, yeah, I believe right? so, something like that. Anyway, that was a messed up thing. I can't remember what I was trying to the whole story, but so you probably just need to just forget I even said that. But anyway, yeah, well, yeah, the uh, yeah, the, there was also the uh, uh, the prostitute, you know, Rahab, you know, uh, you know, Rahab, you know, he, you know, she, she was the one, she was the the, the prostitute that. Uh, allowed uh, you know, uh, uh, Joshua's you know, soldiers, your know, spies, to come in, and, uh, and and then you know, and you know, they they wondered that you know that the city was going to be destroyed, and so you know she she came out um, you know and, and then you know, became part of uh, part of Israel, you know part of a uh, part of the, part of the Israelites, and so um, you know and, and you know, Rahab was also you know 
in the in the line of in the line of Christ. And so, you know, again, we see all these times where um, where God uses you know you know brings in people that are outside of of Israel and 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 intertwine them into the line of Christ, which you know you know further shows me that you know it wasn't only ever for for the Israelites. You know, God had always intended for all people to be uh, be able to receive his 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 grace by faith. Um, but, uh, you know, really, you know, that, that, this whole, uh, this whole sequence here, you know, uh, you know, it, it all, it all comes down to, to faith and prayer and, 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 you know, the impact that that can have on our lives, uh, and on the lives of those around us, you know, God can, you know, even if somebody around us, I mean, this is, this is why, why, you know, praying for the lost is so crucial, uh, because, you know, through our prayers, you know, God can, 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 uh, you know, use their circumstances and can, can, uh, draw them to himself, uh, um, you know, even if even if you know we aren't able to interact with them directly, um, you know, God can use circumstances to turn on the light bulb you know, in their minds and oh oh that's what he means or you know whatever it is. But um, anyhow, um, well, uh, to uh, do, do, do you have, have any any closing thoughts here before we uh, you know talk about next week's episode? Yeah, I just want to say one more thing about that Luke chapter nine sixty two talking about you know, anyone who puts his hand to the plow and then looks back is not for the fit for the kingdom of God. And uh, that makes a whole lot of sense to me. I don't know for everybody who doesn't know, I I farm, and uh, you know, in the in the sense that we're talking about, you know, anybody who looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. It's because like when I get out there on my tractor and I'm starting to plant cotton or peanuts or whatever I'm planting in the field. The way you make a straight row is you start on one end of the field and you look as far as you can to the other side of the field and you pick off a point like a tree or a fence post or whatever you can see way off over there. And on that first pass, in order to make a straight row, which, and you know, you want straight rows, uh, and you pick that point and you don't take your eyes off that point. You start going across the field and you don't look at anything else. You just stay focused on that one point. And uh, that's how you can keep a straight row. And that's the same thing he's talking about here when they're back in the day, you know, plowing with mules and a plow or something, you know. You can't look back because if you look back, you're going to get you're going to get off center. You're going to get off the straight line. And um, and so from an agricultural standpoint, you know, it really hits home. You know, you got to keep your eyes. You know, you're you're on the one side of the field going to the other. And, you know, you're trying to get to God. And, and you know, you're trying to be on the on the on the narrow path that leads to righteousness. And uh, if you don't want curvy rows or you don't want a curvy life and a crooked life, then, uh, you know, you got to keep your eyes on on Christ and um you can't look back. So I would just encourage everybody in your daily walk with life or daily walk with Jesus. You know, there's a lot of distractions out there and there's a lot of like we're talking about uh, in Psalms, you know, you're you don't you're not sitting down with the sinners. You're not getting distracted by the scoffers and the and the sinners and the people walking in, in ungodly ways. You're just like I tell you all every week, you just you just got to keep your eye on the prize. And, and you know, the the end goal is Jesus Christ and to be in heaven with him for eternity. All right. Well, um, you know, th- this brings us to the end of our our episode for today. But um, as we said last week, uh, you know, on um, on episode ten, which is next week, uh, we're going to be um, you know, doing a a uh, a one episode breakaway from our our, our current uh, our current. Um, look at, at at the heroes of the faith uh and, and we're gonna, gonna you know start incorporating uh, uh, at least every, you know, at least every 10th episode so you know the next one after this would be episode 20 uh but we we may we may end up doing it doing it more frequently um uh but we're, we're gonna be, be looking at uh, a theological or a apologetic or church history topic uh this this next week we're gonna be looking into uh, you know, how, uh, how, how, how someone is saved, you know, specifically that they are saved by grace through faith. Um, and so, uh, be sure to, to, uh, to tune in, uh, next week and, uh, you know, go ahead and, and, uh, you know, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Um, you know, you, you, you can find us on, uh, iTunes, Google play, uh, Stitcher. Uh, I recommend pocket casts. That's my, my, uh, my favorite podcasting app, but you know, find us wherever you find podcasts and, uh, you know, keep on searching out scriptural truths all the more. for listening to the all the more podcast if you like what you've heard or are interested in other related content head on over to all that's all the more with two o's.com don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on itunes stitcher or your other favorite podcasting app until next time keep on searching out scriptural truths all the more